Alrighty, everybody. Welcome to the Florida State League Radio Network. Happy to have you guys on the show today. First interview of the Twitch streaming uh, time of Florida State League. We are here today, as always, with our co-host, Mr. Virgil Vasquez. He's at the bottom of our screen. And then to my left here on the screen, we have Mr. Zach Neff. He is a minor league pitcher with the Twins organization. Funny enough, if you guys don't know already, I've told you this a few times in the show already, Virgil Basquez, and he actually even stated himself, uh, he is a minor league pitching coach with the Minnesota Twins, and uh, Virgil and Zach have a little bit of a connection together as they were uh, they got to work with each other a bit last season. They were both on the Colonels last year, so they got to work with each other a bit last season. Uh, Bird, I can't hear you. Yeah, Bird, you were muted there. Not sure if uh, <laughs> we're having uh, technical difficulties already early on, folks. Uh, we we still can't hear you, Verge. Does it work now? It works now. We did it. Yes, we uh, did it. All right, we're back, Verge. What were you What were you saying to us? You were uh, muting out there. <laughs> No, I just had the opportunity to coach or to be on the same team as Zach. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Fun to watch him compete, man. He's an animal out there. Look at him back there in that <laughs> picture. Look at him. Strong front side, perfect inside 90, letting it eat in the fall league. Yeah, for sure. With the, with the Raptors. Look at those cleats, too, man. Those cleats are fresh. Those are some Well specials right there. Really? Yes. Wow. Thank you, Lachlan. Thank Lachlan you. Wells shout out. <laughs> we got plenty of shout outs coming because I use everybody's gear because I'm the I'm the poor kid on the team. <laughs> by saying lots, that love too. By, yeah. by saying that it reminds me of a family guy episode. They had Rob Gronkowski in the episode and all he does is just t- say his sponsor for everything. So he has like a, a hot tub full of coffee and he says sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts and I'm like that yeah, so th- that's what we'll be doing the entire episode with for Zach. So. We can do that all all right, let's do it. All right, as long as as long as I get some revenue out of it, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just no, kidding. no. We're uh, yeah. It's it's an honor to have Zach on this on the show with us, yeah, man. man. I think uh, he'll have some good insight for people around. Uh, he's a really good pitcher. He pitched in the fall league last year. Did really well in low A. Got called up to high A. Uh, dominates the game by filling up the zones. Got a little cutter. He throws to in the righties. Big curveball. Um, yeah, I just developed the changeable last year. The guy's nasty, man. If you want to follow a guy, see him to the top. This is the one. Yeah, for sure. And we have your Instagram up at the top, so everyone can go follow you on Instagram. Thought I oh, give you that. a big Don't shout out there. So, the oh, not stay away from there. <laughs> <laughs> it's only gonna go downhill from here, folks. Uh, yeah. All right, let's let's begin with the interview. So I'm, I'm gonna ask a qu- my first question here. You know, you would go to college at Austin, PA for your first three years of, of going to college there. And then you would transfer to Mississippi state in your senior year. You know, what, what made you decide to transfer over to Mississippi state from going to Austin PA all those three years, being used to that, uh, being used to that campus, being used to that stadium, being used to the, your teammates that are there. What, what decided you to go to Mississippi state? I mean, obviously everyone knows Mississippi state SEC's team. I mean, they're one of the best programs in the country but what made you decide to leave you know your three years at austin pa and go to mississippi state for college um i think uh change was probably a good thing for me um 
if you look at my numbers at Austin P, I, I wasn't really my numbers weren't effective. I, I had stretches where I was really good and stretches where I was really bad. So there was definitely a lot of improvement that I needed to make. And uh, so I went out to the Coastal Plains League my after my junior uh, spring season at Austin P. And um, through connections I made uh, at Austin P and summer ball and all that stuff. Um, I got on the phone with Mississippi State and I had graduated from uh, Austin P. So I was practically a free agent college senior because I knew I wasn't getting picked up. Um, so honestly, I was looking for something new and uh, I made a few phone calls to a few connections and uh, Mississippi State had some injury problems. So they were looking for a guy that come in and eat up some innings. And I think that's exactly what I did. And it, it helped me a lot. And I think it helped them a lot. And obviously the run to the college world series was a blast and I wouldn't, I will, if I had to do it over again, I'd make that decision a hundred times out of a hundred. Yeah, definitely. Yes, for the college, so if some college kids are listening, what was it like to go through junior year and then ended up not getting drafted, but ended up playing your senior year and then get picked up out of there? Um, what could I, like come some kind of advice you would give them? Yeah, I think it would be to stay with it. Like I was, I was really discouraged because like I would have like really good streaks um, and then I would like have like really bad games. So like, I think like the mental aspect can wear on you. Um, just know that mm -hmm. like everybody's watching all the time. So like if you're during the good streak, like somebody could, has a chance to take you up. Like, so like, and even like, don't show that you're doing bad. Maybe like you have it a week stretch of where it's bad. Cause you have this, you have, oh, you only play Friday, Saturday, Sunday with a midweek in between. So um, the, the days that you're not playing, try to be, try to make yourself mentally tougher and don't show that you're struggling. Just go out there and compete and figure out how yeah, to well and get better every day. What was one tool that you uh, like that you would use for yourself? Like, say you're in a streak. Like, how do you how do you hold your composure? I'm a big like keep it loose guy, and um, yeah, you can contest to this because my April was really bad in Cedar Rapids. So, and me and you went through this together, and like yeah. we, were, I was frustrated and made you frustrated. So, um, I think that like getting back to the roots and like just going back to who you were. Like I had to go get back to who I was. And then that's when my season turned around, like the beginning of May is like, I just started filling up the zone. Like I started a second hitter. So I think like discover who you, who you are as a baseball player. And then it allows you, then you know who you are and you can work on things and try different things. But you always know where your core like root baseball player is. Nice. Interesting. Uh, my, 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 my next question we'll go into here is, is obviously last season you got to play with the Fort Myers Miracle, got to be in the Florida State League. What was that like to be in the Florida State League with a Fort Myers Miracle team that had so, so much success last season? I mean, obviously getting to win the first half title, just an incredible team they had last year. And then you got to play under manager Toby Gardenhire. Describe playing under him and, and, and being under his tutelage and stuff as a manager. Obviously, his father, Ron Gardenhire, one of the best major league managers in, in MLB history. Um, what, what was it like being under Toby Gardenhire and, and being to play under him? I think for me, I think Kobe – or Toby, sorry, <laughs> uh, provides a great example of like what – the next level or like what the big leagues is because like he he was around his dad for so long he's he's like he's a true manager he lets the pitching coaches like take over the pitchers and he lets the hitter hitting coaches take over the hitters and he's but he's always overseeing everything so um i really like the way toby goes about it um and uh but as far as like the miracle and, and then the team i think 
that like joining like guys like Royce and Larnick and like playing with those guys is a lot of fun because you get to see spectacular talent every day. And another cool thing about like the Florida State League is like you get all the rehab guys. Um, so you get a face like big leaguers and like big leaguers get to come in the locker room and hang out. Like we picked up Cody Allen and Cody Allen was like one of the greatest guys. Like I like personally, I didn't know who Cody Allen was until like we sat down and started playing cards together and we started talking and I left and somebody's like, Neff, do you know who that was? And I was like, no, not really. And then he he would just come down to the bullpen and hang out. And it was I it was good. It was great to get to know to Cody Allen for three weeks, and like you would have thought he was a normal minor leaguer just like the rest of us. But um, shout out to him for buying all the spreads. That was that was <laughs> we love we love that. So big shout out to Cody Allen for that. But it, it's neat just to see how those guys go about their business too. I think it teaches you a lot about big league ball. Yeah, definitely for sure. What's the difference between? I'm oh, sorry. What's the difference between uh, low A and high A? What, what was there an adjustment you had to make? um or what was the competition like well, how different was that like i said i like i think it goes back to what i said earlier is like you just like if you keep doing what you do and like tr keep trying to improve what you do better like i think that's where i was like that's where i kind of made my mistake like pitfalls in the in the florida state league is i would I was trying out different things and that's when I'd give up runs. Like I was chasing velo at one point. And so like, I, and then I gave up a couple hard hit balls because all I cared about was velo. So, and that's not what I do well. So like if I did, whenever I went back to my roots and I was throwing all three pitches for strikes and adding the changeup for a fourth pitch for a weapon, that's when I was killing it. And so I think like tweet, I think tweaks are great. And I think that I need to keep looking at stuff like that, but just staying to, going back to my roots when things aren't going well, as I think what is what helped me keep moving forward. That answer your question, Burke. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into my, my next question. So obviously uh virtual, if you want to scoot, scoot to the side a bit real quick uh you got to play in the arizona fall league with the rap with the raptor <laughs> i'm sorry uh you got to play in the arizona fall league neff with the uh with the <laughs> with the rafters what what was that like getting to play in the arizona fall league a league that has produced so many great major league talents i mean guys like vladimir guerrero jr i mean so many big names that have came out of that league what was that like to play in that league get to play in those guys' footsteps and what can you take away from the league and, and really playing in it for the month that you were with the Arizona Fall League? Yeah, Virgil Vasquez came out of that league too. <laughs> yes, you did actually. I actually, funny enough, I, I funny enough, they actually had highlights on you and I watched them and I was like, oh, yeah, this is interesting. <laughs> you did good though, I will admit, you did good. So. <laughs> But uh, for me, I, the Fall League was a blast. Uh, like, I love meeting new people. I love, like, I, love, I just, so, like, I didn't know Dakota real well, and Dakota was on our team for a couple of weeks. He was coming out of rehab, and me and him actually roomed together, and, like, I, you just find new respects for different people, and obviously he's a absurdly talented individual. But um, so you find, and then you get to meet 35 new players from six, five different teams, and that that's really cool. So, like, all the connections you made, like I got a really good friend, Matt Brill from the Diamondbacks, uh, a couple of kids from the Rockies, Brian Servin, um, Vinny Aiello from the Marlins. I mean, you just keep making connections kind of like baseball. Like you got people all over the like all over the country and all over the world um, that you get to be friends with and eventually hang out with 
whenever this is all over with. So, I mean, honestly, the fall league as, for a baseball standpoint was really fun, but I thought it was more fun getting to know all the people and all the talent, like that's in the lot, like just the locker room stuff, like playing cards with people or eating dinner with people like that and getting to know how different people go about business. That, and like, that's really fun for me. So I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed that aspect of meeting new people like through baseball and all that stuff. So, um, but for the uh, baseball aspect, the talent out there is unreal. Um, I I watch, I'm just going to reference Royce because you can't brag on him enough, but he goes out for center field. He goes, I've never played center field in a lot in, in my life. And I'm sitting in the bullpen and we're just kind of, we're just kind of laughing about it, like in the bullpen. And um, he goes out and runs into the wall, makes a great catch. And then his next day, be the next inning, hits a home run. We're just like, this guy just has it all. And so, but there was plays like that from everybody, like the Perdomo kid from Arizona, just, he hit like 420 for like three weeks. It was ridiculous. So um watching the talent is pretty is pretty cool too yeah definitely for sure i mean the arizona fall league i mean just the talent again as you said just the, just the talent itself i mean you got to see guys like this year like royce lewis and i mean just so many great different players i mean i can name a ton right now but i'm not going to i'll be here for the entire rest of this interview and we will be we will not get it finished but yeah i mean the arizona fall league has produced a, a ton of good players and it really has been an incredible league to be able to follow and such. And Virgil, do you have any questions about kind of the Arizona Fall League and such? Um, nothing really comes to mind. I, did you you want a ring out there though, didn't you? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's fun, rest. man. It's still dog pile. Like like you said though, meeting new people, you'll keep those connections forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like like you talked about the talent. What was it like? succeeding against the best talent in the minor leagues succeeding against the guys that you know you're going to pitch against when you get to the big leagues what's that like i think it i think it provides a lot of confidence like i i went out there and like i i felt really like i felt really good and i was mentally tough and like even though like i gave up a couple hits here and there like my confidence grew tremendously and that like that's what made me so excited to come back for spring training in 2020 like I was confident at the bit. I know we were talking over the off season. Like I was just ready to get back after it. Like I felt like I like turned a corner. I felt like my confidence was there. Like, like I was just ready to roll. Um, but yeah, like you see guys like Shane Boz is 20 years old and he's hucking a hundred, the easiest you've ever seen. Like that man's ridiculous. Like you watch yeah. that and you're like, dude, like the road to the big leagues, like once you just throw strikes, you're there, you know? And yeah. so <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Like those guys, those guys are immensely talented and it's like, you can learn tidbits from them too. So like, I think baseball is like a huge adjustment and you learn tidbits from everybody. Like everybody's got their own way and you can take different notes from different guys. And I think that's what, I really enjoyed about it is everybody did things a little differently and it allowed me to grow as a baseball player and as a human being. Definitely. And, and, and actually I'll have a question for you with, with the Arizona fall league, you know, obviously being drafted by the Minnesota twins and then also playing collegiate ball on, on the East coast. And so what was there ever a, a big transition for you kind of going into the Arizona fall league, you know, due to playing most of your minor league career and even your collegiate career on the East coast, you know, being used to that East coast time zone and stuff, was there ever kind of a, a difficult transition at the beginning of the Arizona fall league for you when, you know, you got the first, you know, got the chance to pitch for them. 
I think Virgil attests to this. I think if once you just learn how to roll with it, like roll with the flow, like you just go out and do it. So like you're, they give you a couple of days to adjust and all that stuff. But um, once you're out there, it's just it's playing ball, um, getting comfortable, having that confidence, and going out and doing what you do every day. And I like Virgil's played in the big league, so like Higgy can tell you like the travel. Like once you're there, like and do it, like it's there. Like you just do it. Like it's nothing to you, right, Virgil? Yeah, like you said, it's uh, the first, it's like touching the water, like you're going to get in the pool and you put your toe in. Do you just put your toe in to see how good you are? You're like, I can do this. And then you just jump all the way in and you just give your whole self, right? Mm -hmm. So once you're really like, once you're really just competing on the mound and filling up the zone and reading the swing and adjusting, then your real focus and your mindset's right there and all games, all levels are the same. But if you're like, oh, am I good enough for this level? And then now the focus is kind of more broad and the, the strike zone looks smaller and the hitter looks better. So like he's talking about, he has the perfect mindset. He's just figuring out what he can do, learning from everybody around him. You know, that's the perfect way to go about it. Yeah, and to add to, like, to add to Burgess things, people were worried about the electronics of strike zone. And like, honestly, I was like, dude, it is what it is. Like, you still gotta go get guys out no matter what, so. Yeah. Um, and like we played at the with the electronics strike zone probably like one of the most because it was at our home field. So like, dude, it was an adjustment. And like some guys like from away teams got would get rattled by it. So um, I don't know. It it's just a mind game, and baseball becomes more mental. I think each step you go up, and I think that's uh, going back to your question: what changes from low A to high A? And I think the mental game gets better. Like swing guys start laying off balls. Like and they start like it's a more it's a more approach game like you have to pitch to them like guys aren't going to go get themselves out I think that's I think that's what changes is like the mental side of baseball mm -hmm. yeah definitely for sure uh let's get my next question here you know talking about mindset and mentality and stuff obviously with everything going on with all the stuff they're talking about changing up the season you know shortening up the season and stuff what's your mentality heading into the season when we actually do have a season, whenever that case may be, what, what is your mentality heading into the season? And, and, and what is, is it, is it, did it change at all from, you know, going, you know, from the beginning of the season to now with everything happened that with spring training being canceled and stuff that that mentality change at all, or is it still the same mentality? You just got to keep it and have that same mentality because you don't want to go and change it. So that's it. I mean, it's a great question, but for me, like, I'm ready. Like, give me the ball right now. Like, I, no matter the time of day, like, I'll go compete for you. So, that's just me. Like, I'm a I'm a goofy guy, but like, when you give me the ball, like, I'm going to compete. Like, when it's my time to compete, I'm going to compete. So, like, that's kind of me. Is like, keep it loose until it's time to go. Like, if if it's a bullpen, I'm going to go compete in the bullpen. But when it's over, like, we can go throw the frisbee around. We can go run around. You know. And I think that's the same thing with Verge. And I think that's why he was so successful in his career is he knew how to separate and how to, you have to distance yourself because you're there every day. So you have to learn how to turn it on, turn it off. And I'm not saying turning it off is a good thing, you, but you have to turn it back on or you have to, you have to get yourself mentally prepared because when you're not mentally prepared, like my April in Cedar Rapids, I wasn't mentally prepared and I blamed everything on the weather, which is a terrible excuse. So, um, and all I had to do was go out there and compete, you know? So that's the way I look at it. Yeah, definitely. For yeah. Sure. I've seen, uh, I've seen some mindsets right now be really strong. Like I see, you know, you see it in Zach right now. It's like, 
you know, we have this break, but I'm ready to go now. Or and while while this is going on, I'm learning. And the conversation we had before the interview started, like I'm facing hitters, I'm learning. Same with other uh, guys I'm talking to. They're just you got to get working. You know, it's what like I, and I, I've said this before, but what other time have I been prepared for a season at season form with space to to develop? Like never happens. It's like I'm getting ready and I'm competing or I'm resting. And this is the first time like we've gotten ready. Now we have what's been six weeks now going in our seventh week, something like that, where we have time to develop. So it's a pretty sweet time. If guys take, I want to say take advantage, but just use the time, you know, if be as a coach like myself or a thrower or a pitcher or whatever, you know, time to go where you're in season shape and, and you get to dominate the baseball just at home with no, with no, uh, we always say it doesn't go on your baseball card, you know, like the fall league doesn't go on baseball card, instructs doesn't go on your baseball card. So if it doesn't go on your baseball card, you can you can go mess around. It's okay, right? <laughs> Come on, you, you didn't see they come out with uh, Arizona fall league baseball cards. I'm just kidding. I don't have no idea. I yeah, really don't. <laughs> they might, but the stat doesn't go on your card. <laughs> exactly, that's true. That's true. That's true. If it doesn't go on your card, it's okay. <laughs> that that's that's true. You're true on that, Virgil. Um, uh, and and. What was I about to say? And uh, yeah, speaking about being ready, you know, I, I have a um, I'm participating on a, a softball league. I that so I know like if you're you're since you're ready, you're ready to compete and stuff. I can be like Zach, I need you, I need you to come and pitch for me. Our guy's out, and we'll have you pitch. And you could like you could nobody will have no idea that you're a pro pitcher. We'll just like pretend, you know. We'll we'll keep that under the down low. It's totally not illegal. <laughs> totally not illegal at all. I know Virgil. He'll he'll keep it a secret for me, so we'll, we'll all be good. So it'll be good. It'll be all perfect. So, but uh, <laughs> let, let's get into my fan questions here. These are from the uh, the fans, and actually some of them are are, are actually current players. So uh, th- this will be interesting. Um, so my first question <laughs> is coming from Uh-oh. Ross Fedler. He's asking, how long do you keep your index finger on the ball when throwing a curve? I thought this was a actually a pretty good question. Index finger is this one? Yes, I think I don't know. Uh, I don't have a base. I don't have. A, I don't hold a baseball with me, so the wrong finger, hold on. isn't it? Yeah, I I particularly use my middle finger. Uh, yeah. So like I, sometimes I'll, I'll stack them, but a lot of times it, it yeah. So very show you. So yeah, so I'm a little more on the Rawlings. Um, I cover up. I got kind of long fingers, and uh, honestly, I don't know how to explain. Yeah, yeah. With my thumb, my thumb's kind of underneath though, Verge. I think I'm trying to think. I can run and go get a baseball real quick. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm pretty much. I throw like a C, and I like. So like pretty much what my thought process is, or like when I watch myself throw, is I throw the back of my hand at them, so that creates the pronation and that creates the twelve six spin. Right? Is that right, Verge? You can tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> he's no, gonna, that's he's what you do. He's gonna. Yeah, start. That's what I do. He's going to start he's going to start throwing you. We're impromptu pitching lessons by Virgil Vasquez, ladies and gentlemen, here on the set. L- listen, Virgil Vasquez, watch you by the perfect throw. We don't have enough time, bro. We don't have enough time. <laughs> listen, listen, Virgil, listen, Virgil, you got the baseball, you're like the new Arrestus Estrada. I don't know if you've ever seen Arrestus Estrada do his fox sports. He's got like a baseball in his hand always. You're the brand new Arrestus Estrada. Forget about him. We got Virgil Vasquez. We got the baseball, he'll show you how to pitch and it's great. He'll be the new Arrestus Estrada. All we need is Fox Sports to to have this podcast on Fox Sports and we're all set and we're the we're the new yeah, Rays broadcast crew. So um 
All right, so my ne- uh, the next question is from Nick Perkins, who's a catcher with the Washington Nationals. <laughs> so he said, who's your favorite catcher? Uh, it's definitely not Perkins. It's oh, no. definitely not Perkins. Oh, no. Um, who's my favorite catcher? Oh, yeah. hey, do you want to answer this for him, Burge? I think you already know this answer. I know it is. You go. You answer it. No, you got it. Let's see what Burge is. <laughs> We're going with C-Dub, Chris Williams. Is that who you're going with, Bert? That's how I thought you were going to say, yeah. Yeah, so Chris is one of my – He led the minor leagues, what, led the minor leagues in uh, SL Plus? Oh, in SL Plus, did he? I think so, like top three maybe. Yeah, he's a stud back there, and he hits nukes too, so. Yeah, he's he's a stud. I I actually – I got to see his stats, and, oh, my God, he killed it last year. Jeez. Um, his, his season in E-Town was ridiculous, too, and yep. with those short porches in the Happy League. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, my, ne- my next question is, this is from Tanner Buxton is the next question it's coming from. And, and he's asking, how is that f- flow so nice? Which summer was the best? I'm not sure what that means. And why Am- Amadea? I'm not sure. You probably will know more on what he's oh, asking. So I, played with him. I played with him in uh, Alameda, California. And uh, he's the one that taught me all about the flow. So uh, what was his other question? Uh, the other one was, <laughs> which summer was the best? <laughs> oh, definitely my freshman summer. They, they taught me a lot out there. So he, there's that's another one of my favorite people. So him, Matt Miller, and Evan Ruder, we pl- Rutter, we played uh, – we hung out pretty much every day for uh, three three months. So And, and, and why Almadea is the other question. I, I'm not sure if I said that right. Why Al- it's Alameda? That's Alameda. Where we okay, my my like Oakland and San Francisco. So yeah, uh, yeah. It's just where we. It's just where we were. Uh, uh, it's where our host family lived, and he was my roommate. We were bunk buddies. So yeah, we enjoyed a lot of that together. That works. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and you guys know each other quite well. <laughs> and, and before we continue, I just want to say, if you got, if you. It, you have to look at the chat. Some of these people, uh, uh, they're they're kind of getting crazy uh, on the chat here. Uh, un- <laughs> un- uncle underscore Rick six nine six nine just said, "What pitch did you throw to oh, that geez. kid from Vandy that hit the walk off?" So they're they're really roasting you in the chat, man. I don't yeah, know what's going on. Yeah, those are my friends. Man, they already know. They they already even at the top of the episode. <laughs> Chip underscore Goza saying Neff ain't that good. His lisp will keep him out of the show. Oh man, the shots yeah. have been fired, ladies and gentlemen. Here on Zach Neff, it's okay. We'll we'll protect you guys. We'll protect you, Zach. We'll we'll, we'll keep you. Okay, I I understand. Those are those are my supposed to be friends, but I. <laughs> and, and my last question is. This is from Brock underscore Irwin. Is what is your favorite memory from travel ball growing up? Oh, there's a lot, but with Erwin, we, we went down to Florida. Uh, we actually went down to, we were playing at FGCU ironically. And, uh, which is where our, near our, um, spring training facility. And we, we went to the beach together and we rode jet skis and dude, I travel ball was one of those things where you just got to meet a lot of cool people too. So, um, yeah, he's one of my favorite guys from high school and I couldn't tell you where he's at now, but what's up dude. And, just one of those things where it's hard to stay in touch with everybody, but it's, mm-hmm. I'm happy that they're all commenting and it makes me happy that <laughs> they're giving me trouble. So, uh, 
I know I know that they expect that, so it's fine, and I have to wear it because I give them a lot of grief too, yeah. and Burge can attest to that. So, <laughs> yeah, just I know. I know Chip underscore Goza. He just asked, ask about drifters. He just asked me. So, and then Uncle underscore Rick just commented, "Love you, buddy." So they, it, it's 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 <laughs> playful. It, they're they're still they're just playing with you a bit. So, but um, but actually, but before we let you go here on the interview today, and thanks for, again for joining us on the show. It's a real pleasure to have you on today, uh, or tonight, I guess you would say. At least for me, I'm in Florida, so it's like 10 o'clock at night. Um, but my my last question is, you know, obviously with the draft and such, and that all changing and stuff. As a when you when you got drafted and stuff, how would your mindset and how would your like being able to get ready for the draft and stuff, how would that change with everything going on where they might do a five round draft or a 10 round draft and such? How would your, as if you were in this situation, if you were about to get drafted and such, how would your getting prepared for it and training and stuff, how would that change and such with everything that might actually change with the MLB draft at least? So uh, in my opinion, that's something that you can't control. Um, so I, I wouldn't worry about it if I was in their shoes. Um, you can't control it. Like, if you do or you don't. Um, I, I mean, I would just keep doing what I would I was doing. I would, if And however it goes, you have to live with that. Like, if I was a senior and this happened right now, like a college senior and this happened right now, you just – you would have to go with the flow. Like, you, you do get drafted, you don't get drafted. Like, maybe you want to go play indie ball for a year, maybe you don't. So – um, I think that's a decision that is an individual decision. And, um, but if I was me, I would just keep working out, like throwing, like doing whatever I could to be ready if, in case I got the call. Um, but I mean, it's, it, it's a tough time right now with all this stuff going on. So, I mean, it, you just have to, uh, it's out of your control. So yeah. I personally wouldn't worry about it. Like, worry about it but I mean I would work towards it if that was a goal of mine I would definitely go go try to achieve it um is the way I would put it I don't know Burge could um, you know just continuing practice maybe even posting videos of yourself thrown. I don't know I know the, the this type of baseball world maybe that might help or um you know just continuing practicing your craft right just because the game stopped doesn't mean development stops so uh, it would just be keep continuing to do that. And then, like Neff said, then you don't get drafted, then you go play indie ball or you find a way to continue to play if that's your dream and that's what you really, your heart's set at. And I have had a, I had one friend, his name's Dylan Axelrod. He got, got drafted, released, went to indie ball for some years, and it's just like his mindset was always, I'm just, I'm going to be a big leaguer. It wasn't like, I'm going to, oh, no, is it going to happen? It was like, that's going to happen. And, his road was like here to indie ball for three or four years back. And then you end up having parts, I think of five years in the big leagues. And so, you know, it's about just, just keep going, just keep grinding, keep developing and holding that in there and letting the path evolve as it should for each, each individual. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and there's nothing wrong about going to indie ball. I mean, indie ball, people don't realize indie ball is really good. I mean, like they're the talent level in indie ball is, is, is is pretty impressive like how good the town level is and how hard these players work because it for them this is possibly an opportunity it's a second chance to get back and possibly 
rewrite the wrong that maybe have happened in the MLB draft or even maybe happened if they sit some even major leaguers. I, I interviewed Richie Schaefer and he would play in the um, independent league and then he would be re-signed. So it, the thing is, it's like the, going to indie league, there's nothing wrong about going to indie ball. It's definitely, it, it just is a different route that you're taking and it's a different, it, it may not be the same route that other guys are going through with, you know, maybe it's the MLB draft or they get in, you know, internationally signed, whatever the case may be. It's it, each person has their own route. So, I mean, always take it and just keep pushing for it and you'll make it. There's guys who have been the majors right now who probably started out in indie ball and made it to the major leagues. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, thank man. you for joining. Uh, and before, before, before we leave, I just got to say, uh, it looks like you just lost a friend, Chip underscore Goza. I hope I said that right. We aren't your friends. So it uh, looks like you might have lost a couple. <laughs> looks like you might have lost a couple of friends. It's okay. We'll be your friends. Obviously, Virgil and, and you already have a connection. So you guys are, are already friends and I'll become yeah. your friends. So you, you have some a new set of friends now. So congratulations. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and yeah. shout out to all the guys that ask questions and, and and all my friends that were watching. I appreciate it. You guys yeah, uh, stay in touch. And there was so. a, actually there's a lot. There's actually a couple of people that joined the, the stream, so we actually had a pretty good day today. So, guys, again, thank you so much, Zach. Thanks for joining us, Virgil. As always, happy to be with you again, man. Yeah. We'll see see you next Saturday for another uh, another episode. We'll see what we got in store for next week. Obviously. And, Everything going on, it's constantly changing, all the news coming up. So it's uh it's it's a crazy time we're living in, but we're making it through. Obviously, I don't know if you guys heard, but Florida just announced that we would have like twenty five percent capacity in arenas. So there are some good signs in Florida. I I hope that we don't get back to where we were in square one, but I, I'm hoping for the best and guys stay safe. So Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's a pleasure, guys. And any final word any uh closing remarks, guys? Uh, I just want to, I just want to thank Neff for being here and uh, if you're watching watch this kid follow him on uh, in his career he's going to rise to the top man he's going to be one of the good ones yeah man thanks man. hopefully you get mm -hmm. to see in the Florida State League this season if I'm hoping it's happening no. this year no, <laughs> no I, don't, I don't want him on my team don't, I already coached him I'm done by by the way are you by the way yeah. by, by the way for Fort, by the way for Fort Myers are, are are the jerseys this year are they are they cut off are they sleeve jerseys like sleeveless I, I I didn't notice I was looking at the jerseys this year but I don't know if they were sleeveless purple I know yeah. they're purple yes they're purple they're definitely something different <laughs> from anything else I've ever seen they're they are cool yeah. though so I I own a comic book from the Fort Myers Mar or Mighty Muscles so uh that that that's an interesting piece of memorabilia i own in my memorabilia collection as you can see i'm like, I, i'm like the mlb museum i'm the florida state league museum ladies and gentlemen i ho have everything here so anyways guys thank you guys for jumping on virgil i'll see you next week for yeah. next week's episode zach thanks yeah. for jumping on you're welcome back anytime you, if you want thank you thank you thank you yeah we'd love see to have you, you back now love yeah, to just have let you me back. know <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get see you ya. on have a good